Looking for podcasts to listen to? Check out our collection of shows on the Brothers Bear Network. First up, Brothers Bear Podcast, a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies, music, and their love for everything geek. Or 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, where you hop into our DeLorean and go back in time with a podcast that talks about the past, including pop culture, video games, random life stories, but mostly about the movies from our past. There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week, we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better, pancakes or French toast. All shows are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. This is the Brothers Bear Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. This here is our second episode of our crossover episode. With this episode, we crossed overs with the... Oh, crossed overs? Orale, crossed over, dog! No, but we crossed over with That's Life Podcast for a special two-part episode of The Matrix. So before you listen to this episode, jump over to the their show, That's Life Podcast, and download 202. And once you're done with that, then come back and listen to the rest of this episode. All right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy their show, our show, a combined two-hour special episode of The Matrix. I know Fred was answering it earlier, but I want to know your first interaction with this film. Like when it comes to the Matrix, it was '99, but like where where were you guys based on like if you happened to catch it in the theater or when you know video? Like what was it? Like I know Freddie, you you were actually starting to say it, but I don't think you. So you were 29 when this was this one of those movies where you went on a date to go see it? No, no, actually, this is a dude film. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went by myself. I enjoy going to see movies by myself. And, yeah. Uh, and that, this is a, a year before I, I started working on films and I was there for 10 years. Yeah. But yeah. I went to go see it. And also the, the soundtrack was that got my attention too as oh, well. Yeah. You know, they had Marilyn Manson. You had, you know, yeah, Ministry. Jones. The Industry. Prodigy, Rob Zombie, Deftones, yeah, you said it, I'm a and Ramstein, you know, yeah. but um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, and then we're, you know, also getting ready to transition, <laughs> you know, in 1999, you know, that was, it was a movie about computers and stuff too, so that was like, that was a really big subject. The internet, the internet was growing, you guys, I mean, the it internet, coming right now. Which they use, they use dial-up, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dialogue. That's true. I actually, I want to say I first watched this, I think I, fuck, I don't know, um, 99, so I was probably 9 or 10. Oh my I was God, I'm so my, old. I was at high school. Oh, the Matrix. <laughs> what is the Matrix? <laughs> uh, no, I was, um, I was at my cousin's house and they were like, yo, we have this movie, it's called The Matrix, and like I had heard things and I want to say this was. Oh, so you had a bootleg? Did you have no, a bootleg? No. So you said 1999, and you had you yeah. were out there. Yeah. I, yeah, you got a bootleg from the swap meet. You know what? Go yeah. from the Wachowskis. You bought you your know. carnazada along with the Matrix CD. <laughs> so maybe VHS. I saw it when it was on. No, what it wasn't VHS then. I want to say. It was pay-per-view at my cousin's, and my cousin oh. ordered it. Oh. I wouldn't be shocked. Remember, remember in '99, that's a credit card. No, but you have to remember, '99 is when they started to do that whole thing of, all right, we've made our money within two or three months. Right. Let's go ahead and put it to home video as soon as possible. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It was quick. That's at that was. point, they were fast. Oh. 
Because yeah, so, VHS was dying and CDs was, and also laser that's right. That's right. So I, I was at my cousin's and, and I watched it. And I remember, I remember being freaked out at that fucking thing going in the belly button. And like, other than that, I really don't remember it much else. I remember watching, I watched, I want to say I watched re, Reload. What's, what is it? Reloaded and what is it? Remastered? What's the last one? Oh, Revolution. Revolution. Revolution? Yeah. Reloaded and I, Revolutions. I remember the I I watched both of those with my dad because I think my mom didn't give didn't care about it. So I'm pretty sure I watched both those with my dad. And when I was about 15, at Hollywood Videos, they had just started. just started renting out video games. So I rented the Matrix video game, and Daniel and I had had this conversation that introduced. Uh, is it Jada Pinkin? Yeah. Yeah. It introduced Nairobi and Ghost. It gave us more info on Ghost than Nairobi. Yeah. And them trying to basically, they and Daniel explained it to me yes uh, on on Friday that the game and I, I don't remember much about the game. I remember flying like a, a ship and some other things and shooting people from a car, but um, that that explains why the Oracle is different. Uh, that that has the story behind. They're trying to save her code, and they only save so much. So that's why she's altered. So that actually holds the story for why she's changed in the future. Because of course, you know, the actress died, and then they had to figure out a way to say why we have different actress. It was so like Dumbledore. Yeah, exactly. But immediately they wrote, "Okay, well, they we're gonna go ahead and do this," and they a wrote game full fucking game for it, dude. And, and shot all these other parts and everything. It was genius. I remember it being hard though, because like you had to control the car with one stick and you had to control your gun with yeah. the other. So yeah. you're like, it's like fucking going cross-eyed the uh, whole fucking time. It was, it was a, a pain in the ass. It was such a great game. I loved it. it I, I playing loved that. it. Yeah. Oh and it was cool because they shot scenes specifically mm-hmm. for the game mm-hmm. so it would cut instead of watching this computer generated scene no you saw jada pinkett and anthony wong like yes. through the scenes like and it was amazing and it's like like oh, okay in the movie and and, and uh, reloaded they take off and go do some mission and, and that's, that's the mission works. in the game in the that game it's so the dope. mission and it's like oh, dude nice. that's so genius i love how they did that you know it's like I thought I, I never got to play the Path of Neo one. Um, the one after that's that. What Daniel said, "Yeah, that's what Daniel I loved said it. too." I, to loved it. I thought yeah. you said you didn't get to play that one. What me? Yeah. Oh no, I did. I played that. I did yeah. that. I did the online uh, M- MMO or whatever. Yeah. I no. had that. I played it until the server shut down for the MMO. Yeah. No, I didn't get to play those, <laughs> but I did get to play because my Hollywood video had the freaking path of, so I would, I would keep renting it and I would play, you know, oh, I, and it. <laughs> I, I, lo- I loved it. Like freaking, it was, a, it was a great game. It was a good storyteller. Uh, I mean, story, whatever the, it was a great game, but yeah. What about you, Daniel? What was your introduction to the matrix? There I was. I know. 1999. Okay. It was the year I graduated high school. My brother, genius that he is contacts me and tells me hey uh after school i'm picking you up we're gonna go to the movies i didn't know he's already seen it that day wow and he was like we're gonna go to the movies and i'm like okay cool so you know picks me up takes me down to uh to the movie theater and there we are and he's like i'm not gonna tell you a thing i'm not gonna tell you who's in it I'm not going to tell you how it starts. I'm not going to tell you what happens in it. Mira, You're just going to watch. <laughs> and literally, I watch, and for the first time, here goes the white savior showing up savior. and changing my life. And I was like, man, we got out the theater, and all I wanted to do was talk about it. And then my brother was like, we'll go see it again. Three times. The same I've seen it twice. Yes. I saw it twice. And he saw it three times, essentially. And then I got home, and I had to tell one of my best friends. See, that's how you say it, Matt. Matt. Um, I told one of my best friends, Joseph. It was, I didn't know you then. I told Joe, like, okay, we have to go see this movie. And the next day, I went and go saw it with him. So it was just like, I wanted to try to take as many people to go see it so that I got a chance to see it again. So I could think about something else and review this, blah, blah. I think by the by fourth time, 
I was in, I went and I sat in the back and I had a notepad and I would write shit. And I would be like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, so that's what that means. Oh, oh my God. And I'd go back and i talk to my brother about it. So, all right, he's a Nebuchadnezzar. You know, that's like pretty much like the king of dreams. Remember in the book of Daniel, blah, blah, yada, yada. We were going through it like crazy, man. Oh, I, the Matrix. So you were, really you were like invested in this. Like you just fell in love. I was invested in the Matrix, man. It's, I told you we shouldn't have chose this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite movie. And that's I feel great. it's my favorite movie for Yes, two and three were not good, but I feel the only thing that really dragged down two and three were the real world. I feel that um, we could have gotten all the big, huge portions of the big world in the real world could have done in two. Like I feel two and three could have been smashed into one film. Um, we didn't need a trilogy. We could have done that in one film. We um, didn't need the rave, bro. That's what we didn't need. Dude, That's... I was not was happy with that rave. That had, that had oh. Chi-Chi's, okay? That... It was, time. Oh, it was, was, it was, it was a year of the rave. Of it. it was. It was. It was like, here all these people all sweaty and nasty, and I'm like, I don't know when the last time any of them bathed. Oh. I was going to be there, oh. and they're all like dancing rhythmically, and I'm just like, what was the point? Oh, hammers, they don't even care. Yeah, yeah, right? They're all like, how <laughs> we will shake these holes! And Oh God, dude! I was just like, no. Nah. Really? And if they hated the machines, why were they playing EDM in there? I mean, come no, on. I'm man. saying, I'm saying, you know, yeah, it should have been you're, some. You're, you're, you're literally some playing robot language. Some violent, anything <laughs> they could make, like shift in that. <laughs> I don't care. It's like you hate machines, but you like their music. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You hate <laughs> machines, but you like their lullabies. You know, yeah. the system <laughs> is down. The system is down. You know, it's like no, there's no reason for it. But I, that was, that's my whole that's your intro to the Matrix, and it's been my favorite thing ever since. Nice. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, uh, Sean, Sean, you're, did we, did we did Sean? Did we? Did no, not yet. Not I'll yet. go. Sean. I'll go last. Or about you? Yeah, that's what I think. I was like, Sean looks like he's having a good one, so I'm like, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, God, no, I, it's simple. I, I was not like my brother took me. No, I'm joking. Twenty five. Uh, 26 it was party <laughs> it was rave days yeah. pretty rave days actually too uh all right the soundtrack soundtrack was huge for me just because it was compilation and we didn't have spotify so to have that that many <laughs> artists on one cd that was badass but yeah i was like 25 26 when that came out i did the same with daniel i went out with a bunch of dudes like somebody hadn't seen it like pulp fiction nobody seen it Let's oh, go see yeah. it. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. So I hear you. It was like just a movie you wanted your nice. buddies to see. I was so no one saw this movie with a female? No. It's a dude movie. It's a dude movie. Unless you get a chick like Trinity no. who is into that. And later on, yeah. then I started Ooh. finding women who like that. And I was like, oh, you like the Matrix? Yeah, oh, I know, right? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go watch oh, it again wow. in my house and my, <laughs> my sheets. <laughs> With, with black leather. I've got pills. I've got pills. Like, how much do you like black leather? I've got EDM. I've got EDM. I've got pills and I've got I've a, got lasers. Got a, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Freaking uh for me with the Matrix, uh I missed out when it came out in the theaters because freaking I started working at Taco Bell. So I worked every Friday and all my friends that I used to go to the movies with they oh, went sorry. without me. So I missed out. And I remember oh, on Monday, so you blame one of my friends about. during PE, <laughs> like during PE, it was a rain. It was raining. I do remember that it was raining. And so we got to hang out in the gym. And I remember if you're not going to be playing a sport like basketball or Batman, you have to just continually walk around yeah. the gym. Mm -hmm. So that was what we did. Me and my buddy we were like, all right. And he starts explaining the matrix to me. And I'm <laughs> like, this sounds stupid like what is this oh. movie i've seen the trailers but this sounds dumb like what but it's because his explanation was just <laughs> it was i don't know what the hell what it what he was saying it wasn't so an explanation was, he didn't, he, he like didn't pitch one, it right and nope. they're like a computer program but they're like in the program you know and then yeah. like he ends up like flying at the end and you're like what the fuck you're are you even saying it's it's always it was always this because like when people you ask people back when to explain what the matrix is they always do this they always go like this this isn't real we're the computer like it's always that and you're like what and you're like yeah see but there's an outside 
So we're being told what's happening. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, it's like what that TV it? show with Ryan Seacrest where he's stuck in the computer, the kids one. I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> it was like, let, what? Him, let him stay there. <laughs> so that, so that's why. So at that point, like I had no interest in seeing it. And then because like all my friends have already gone, I wasn't going to go by myself. I was like, ah, whatever. So Damn. the first time I saw the movie is my brother, who's two years older than me. Every time he would come home from the army, like on his visit, what would happen was he would bring us something. So he goes, he's like, Hey, I just bought this DVD player. I was like, what? He's like, what? that's badass." He's like, yeah. So you could start watching. And I got these two movies. And one was black mask, terrible film. And, mm. and the matrix. He's like, now you can wow. watch it. And my dad had that old style, you know, those fat, uh, wide, uh, big screens of the old days. Oh so yeah. He had that. So it was like, Oh, let's set it up. So right away we set it up. I call my friends over. I'm like, Hey, we got DVD. Like what the hell DVD? What? So that's the first time I watch it at home with my friends. And I was like, dude, this is badass. Like, I got that. It was great. You know, before that I knew because of the soundtrack, like I was huge into Marilyn Manson. So I knew because Good of the music too. I was in, I was into it. So I was like, yeah. And then every, you know, other artists that were in there, you know, Rammstein, like I was already into that album that, had, that <laughs> featured Duhas. So, and then freaking Deftones. So like I was already new of the matrix, but not the film, the music. It was the mm-hmm. music was first for me and we'll get into the soundtrack in a bit, but it was the movie that once I got to see it on DVD, I was like, dude, seeing this on DVD is freaking like amazing. I'm like, what is this? It's no longer VHS, man. DVD is the way like, yeah. Like, and I was like, I was obsessed, you know, but I didn't go into deep dives like the way, you know, freaking Daniel did like that. But I was just like, you know, cause I didn't understand the, the matrix, what it really was until I have years it. later. <laughs> so yeah. So, so that's my introduction to the freaking matrix. Taco Bell ruined it for me at the beginning, but hey, in the I'm end, my brother Taco saved Bell it. Taco Bell ruins everything. You're cool, fucking everything. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it was my first job. Taco Bell was my first job. Trust me, it's horrible. Yeah. I'm trying to find this TV show. There's technically a TV show that's like, kind of like The Matrix, where I wasn't joking. There was this kids show with Ryan Seacrest. It was one of his first TV shows. It wasn't reboot. Right, Most people. I'd been searching for years, dude. And I always talked about people with this. I was like, yo, there's this TV show that has Ryan Seacrest in it. Or I didn't know it had Ryan Seacrest. I was like, there's this dude, he's trapped in the computer and like the internet. And these Is kids, IMDb? I, I, I'm actually trying to look it up right now because I saved it in my phone because I knew nobody, like anytime I mentioned it, people were like, what the fuck are you talking hey, about? Matt, Matt, Max Hedrum. Yeah, I was like, maybe Matt, it's a Mandela effect. Mandela effect. No, it's you're, you're Max, reality check. It's right. reality Someone, check, bro. Uh, no, someone is it's it reality, reality check? check? Yeah, it's reality check. Right, Daniel. Oh wow. So, wow. I would talk about this show and people would be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then someone was like, Yo, you're talking about yeah, reality check. And I was like, What the fuck is that? So yeah, so here's Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest? He, he's fucking yeah, dude, he's trapped. He's oh. trapped. you can barely oh, see it. Oh, there you go. Oh, he's oh. trapped in the computer world. Oh, he gets oh, stuck geez. in. And like, there's this. Here, let's. Samantha Bonner, so there's these two kids that go into the attic on the computer, and they have to do games and stuff to try to pull him out. And the season finale, he like he gets out, but one of the kids gets trapped in, so he sacrifices himself and he throws himself back in. But yeah, dude, it's this old ass '90s TV show. Wow, this is before you went to Kiss Seacrest. FM. Oh, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. American Idol. Oh, God. Yeah. This is before he sold himself his soul to Channel Soul, exactly. Uh, See, how much is my soul? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck my yeah, soul. Right. Here you go. There you go. Oh, my asshole, too? Okay, my asshole, too. God, I did not have another contract for my asshole. My soul and my asshole are separate? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this show was 1995. Hey, man, they could still do a new season because it was never officially canceled. Oh yeah, so yeah. Hey. right yeah, because whenever IMDB has a dash blank, so like the year was yeah, made yeah. dash blank, that means it's either it can, it's still going on or uh, you know it never officially ended. It's kind of like Human true. Giant; they never officially. Canceled, oh my so god! Always come back. <laughs> so, so yeah, so reality check. So one day maybe we'll get the sequel to Reality Check, man. Yeah. 
little side story about Ryan Seacrest is nothing to do with the fucking Matrix or anything, but a little interesting story. Uh, not this is you could take it with a grain of salt. You could believe it. You cannot. But uh, supposedly, we uh, I knew this person that had known Ryan Seacrest and the Kardashians, and when everything happened with the Kardashians, he was producing. If you look at it, Ryan Seacrest is a producer of yeah. Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. So they were trying to get them to get noticed. So they were like, Chris was actually the one that was like, "Hey, make a sex tape, put it out, and on and on our second episode." That's when we'll reveal, oh, a sex tape got out this, this, and that. So we have it recorded. So they all fucking knew about it. And that was supposed to be the big thing is that word will get around because clearly sex sells. They're like, but we'll do weird stuff. Like the audio won't be synced up. Like it'll just be, it'll be basically like you naked and not much else in it. So they, they sold it to Vivid. Vivid was allowed to put it out at a specific time and they did that. And then literally the sex tape literally released, like I want to say a month before they had keeping up with the Kardashians. And then the second episode was that, and supposedly it was Chris and Ryan Seacrest that kind of sat down and they worked that fucking whole thing. So it was all like pre-planned and shit. And I'm like, man, like it's kind of fucked up. If Ryan Seacrest is like, your daughter's willing to do porn to make it famous. Fuck it. You throw her out there, Chris. Why not? Like, uh, it was hey, a little messed up. Chris is a pimp mama. See, and, 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 and Matthew, like you're like, I thought you were going to give us some, like some juicy news or something like, I'm like <laughs> yeah, I got some insight. Common. I'm like, bro, this is common knowledge, man. Like, this was, this was also like way back in the day, but it was interesting to just be like, like some dude that we were like, it was only like season two of keeping up with the Kardashians. And that's when we found out we're like, what? And this dude's like, yeah, man. And he was like, he like, he knew people that like were in it. Like he knew before everything was going down because he was like, who the fuck are the Kardashians? And uh, I remember that dude that fucking represented OJ. And he's like, who gives a fuck about that? Like, well, he's got like some like really fucking hot daughters and they want to try to make him famous. And like, that's like the huge idea that clearly Chris is still selling it, but it was just interesting back in the day. Like that's what I heard. I, I didn't know it was common knowledge now. But I guess it is uh, because we just said it's, Chris just what, was a it's one of those things where, like, you know, like the Richard you Gere, look and you're like, this isn't coincidence. <laughs> it's yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. It's like, like we don't know 100% if it's true, but it's one I of those that, like, know. it's so good to like. It has to be. It's true. so ironic that it's like, no, yeah, that that's what fucking. That, but yeah, this was from like, this was straight from like a horse's mouth. It was like someone that like was. Also within, like, he was, like, a part of the whole thing. He was, like, some super, uh, Daniel would know the word. What is it when you're, like, super low level and you're kind of an assistant? Oh, production coordinator. Yeah. Production coordinator. Uh, a PA. A PA. Oh, you're just a PA, PA, bro. I want to oh, say he's a PA. PA. Like, yeah, he was, like, a per, either his personal like, assistant. Hey, I, was a pr- I, I, mean, I was, I was a production sure. coordinator. Yeah. I, I had much more responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> He was a he was a fucking assistant. No, 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 no. But how would a P how would a PA know about that? That's why I'm like, I think he was a PC. Maybe he, right. he probably he probably yeah. had like some some work that he got like man I hate working for the you know I'm gonna come up with this rumor and just say pata <laughs> pata and then next thing you I know it got it grew it got big you know who knows I mean people all who, say that who like, knows man just like it was it planned famous. like let's just, let's that just or he was the in the tape. corner being like I do want to see her naked let's fucking do this shit yeah. <laughs> like, well I mean be you know it could be that or he's like God I hate this job. Oh, Ray J. No, no, no. Welcome to the show. Okay. Matrix <laughs> and ass. Yeah, right. Hey, bringing it back, though. Keeping up with the Matrix. Keeping up with the Matrix and not the Kardashians. Yeah. Let, let, Does let's anybody, on this. Has anybody noticed that Persephone on the, on part two, uh, the Merovingian's wife, does she yes. not remind anyone of Kim Kardashian? I don't, I, you know, I haven't seen part yeah. two or three in a while. So. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. she is thick. She's in this white dress. She's like a lot of things are fake looking, you know. Yeah, yeah, exotic looking, and like everything is. She has the order. Remember, she, remember of, she sends the cake to. So yeah, for them yeah, that's right. She sends the, the cake. Well, he no, he sends the cake, and she, she knows right. it. And then she the guy from the guy from uh from fucking Inglorious, not Inglorious Bastards, uh, uh Django and Chain. Isn't yeah. that him? Mm, no, that's not him. That him. That's a different actor. That's you think of Christoph Waltz? 
That's not yes, Christoph Waltz. That's not him. What's oh, her character name? Sorry. What's her character? Uh, per- Persephone. P e r s e p h o n. I'm actually just looking up the actress who's playing that. So oh, the actress. No, I It's Monica Bucci. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. During that time, Monica. During that time, Monica Bellucci. Like, I'm melting. What the Kardashian? What Kim looks to become? I swear to you, because Monica Bellucci. Dude, come on, Monica was. That's a for me. She can be in the in the screen and doing whatever, even even as she as she gets older. Yes. Yeah. Even if she's, yeah, like, have you guys seen her? Is she ages? She yeah, yeah. Well, she was, she was just no. included on, uh, on the Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks Return. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was there, there on Twin go. Peaks Return as wow. herself, Beautiful. which is a genius thing. Yes. I love how he did But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Maybe we'll have another episode talking about Twin Peaks. But uh, <laughs> I said Monica Bucci, and it literally, Bellucci. Okay, good. Because Monica Bucci, at least to what I just saw right now, is a. Uh, this person with a haircut uh, similar to mine and and glasses and and yeah, that's and, a new generation. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, how do you spell her name? Bellucci. B B E L L U C C. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see her. Bellucci. Uh, she, was she married? To okay, now I remember because I'm always bad with actresses' oh, names or all actors. Mean. Sorry, man. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was yeah, also I, Mary on uh, the Jesus Christ movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. I forgot about that. Yeah. Monica pops out pops in the movie. Sometimes you're watching it like, oh my god, there's Monica. You know, yeah, yeah. guess she or popped but... up on uh, on alias at one time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I love her. beautiful. I love her. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna go so also, my... oh, I'm gonna go back to my joke. Was she married yes. to John Bellucci or Jim Bellucci? Well, yes, neither because neither. Neither. You know, I, 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 fuck you guys. I'm going <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I took it. I took it. Was it worth it, bro? Was it worth it? Worth it. Just like in the Matrix, you had a choice. You had a choice. You had a choice. Hey, you know, Matt. 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 Honestly, I'm holding. I'm holding the pills out, and uh, I wanted to point out something that Matt noticed that I did not notice until like. I, I knew what it was because I had the answer for you, but I forgot that that even happened. On the moment where uh, Morpheus hands up, gives the option of the pills, you'll notice on the side of the lens, uh, on the shades, where he gets the blue, where, you know, he reaches for the blue or the red. His arm isn't there for blue. He, right. His yeah. arm is there for red. Yeah. I like, asked him, I go, I don't, go, I don't understand. Move. They well, used a would, lot of reflection shit in this movie, like yeah, they did. But, and stuff. but to me, like it, like it still didn't make sense as to why. Like, is this the bending of reality just by reaching? Did they already implement Neo to start extracting out? There was a few questions that I was like, I don't understand. Like, why is it in one glass would reflect one, or one glass would reflect another? It may it be so- a prelude to what's gonna happen. Yeah, that reality yeah. is unfolding. But it's it it still it, it didn't make sense to me. Well, it, it's just once again it's kind of like oh we're gonna use some level of iconography and blah blah. It's artsy. It was like okay here goes reality or what you understand of your reality and here goes the actual reality. So the red pill is what you reach for. That's what you're gonna see as far as your actual movement. But just gonna let you know that this fake world, this mirror, is not reflecting everything true because it's a fake world. So and then shortly it didn't after show that is when Dan, is when Sean mentioned the Alice in Wonderland. He was looking at the mirror, and that's when he touches it, and, mm-hmm. the, and like the liquid. Which I actually told Daniel, I go, you know what? I never realized this is just a nice little ode to Terminator Two. He's like, what do you mean? And I go, well, that Terminator turns to like liquid, so like it's like almost taking over. I'm like, dude, this feels like something straight out of a Terminator movie. Yeah, like maybe it's like the Terminator could take the form of that person. So I also thought that was another ode to like to Terminator Two. At least that's what I felt when I saw that part. It looks like it, at least. I think they're just trying to expand on the technology in order to do that on the big screen. Yeah. You don't you think know? it was a little flex as to like we like Terminator, we're gonna do a little something, something like Terminator for the Terminator fans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it could have been because uh, they did have something for uh, they had a line for right. Did we already talk about it for uh, no. the the not Rambo Cobra? What was the line, Sean? Oh, he told him he was the disease. And we're the <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, oh shit, Cobretti. <laughs> because I'll that was a line from Cobra. Yeah. It I'll was like Agent Smith. That's really Yeah, badass. Agent Smith, dude, like he like that part where like Morpheus is sweating and he's like, That's it's bad, the smell. Dude. And he starts doing that. I'm like, man, dude, like that's Fucking, red this skull, dude, dude. Can act, man. That's red, and that's exactly what Dan and I were so saying. Good. Was like, not only can he act, but that that scene is super uncomfortable. But dude was only in what V for Den Vendetta, another movie, and then the last role he played was Red Skull, and that's it. Oh yeah, that's yeah right. John's eating. I want what he's eating. I don't even know what it well, is. Well, don't forget he was in freaking uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what Daniel well. said. And yeah. I go, I go. Maybe he got like, dude. Maybe you he got over. He was here. in the fucking Lord of the Rings. God knows how long that took to fucking film. And then he was in fucking Matrix. Lord knows how long that fucking took. I'm like, I'd fucking retire too after being in fucking two, three-part fucking movies that took what? A span of both of them together? Ten years? Guys, about? guys, but when I subtitled Lord of the Rings, I got I, I wanted to throw all the reels out. We had to do like oh God, yes. 600 prints. You know how, many, how many reels? Before this is uh, be, this is before film was obsolete. It was twelve reels for subtitles because we would still use you know the old Stanway uh, yeah, 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 yeah. tables. Twelve and I we we did like three hundred prints. Oh, dude! I, I my girlfriend, do you want to see Lord of the Rings? Hell no! I don't want to. Stop. <laughs> I'm done. In every language. I got no, to see that. True. I got to see that film frame by frame, frame. guys. I'm done. Oh. When you work on a film, you don't want to see it ever again. Yeah, no, you don't. Nope. I didn't go to the movies for like 12 years because I did them all. (laughs) (laughs) I was over it. I was over it. Yeah. Hey, Hugo Weaving did the voice of Megatron in all the Transformers movies. Did he? Wow. Yeah, he's, I mean. He's been in movies. Yeah, Matthew, bro, he's like, he's did not retire. This guy has been. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying I would have. Because we were trying to name stuff that he had, and I was like, yo, hey, dude, like, no, but you're right. Those are long movies to do. Career, he was in Babe. Like, all right. He was in Babe. Oh, yeah, he was. You know, was he Babe. Priscilla. He was in Priscilla. He's the dog. He's Rex. He's dog. Holy shit. He Mortal is engine. Oh, Rex. also, uh, Anthony Pant, uh, Tony Pant, or whatever, was, he was the mouse in Babe. Joey Pants? Joy Pants? Joey, I thought he was. I thought he was the mouse in Babe. I'll find I out. Right I may be wrong. Yeah, he's in Sopranos. He's in Sopranos. Of course, he was in Sopranos. But yeah, oh my God, Hugo Weaving. Wow. Secretly, this guy has been working forever. <laughs> yeah, he he's yeah he he was even in the Cloud Out Atlas. Oh yeah, that oh, was the right. he did that movie. Oh. That's right. Poor Tom Hanks. You know he's got a great he's got a great filmography and. That that doesn't wow. fall under great. I'll tell you that much. Well, also Keanu Reeves. Look at his track record, guys. He's got a lot of films. Oh, oh hell yeah! I, I tried I mean, to explain Speed to my daughter, and she looked at me like I was fucking. Yeah, she she looked at me like, "Oh my god, wait, why would they do that?" Yeah. No, she There's was like, an RTD going crazy. That's how old I am, guys. That's I had an RTD bus pass. Yeah, RTD bus. Too. Yeah, right. He's like, oh. so it's the last ten minutes of Swordfish. No. That's yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you have to remember, she's sixteen. She wouldn't even reference Swordfish, so that's not wow. even happening. Hey, if you want to like, connect, if you want to connect Keanu Reeves and Hugo Weaving, uh, Keanu Reeves, you know, freaking isn't Bill and Ted. The third film, Bill and Ted's, uh, was it X? What? Then you, I don't know what the the new one, the Enter the Music or whatever. <laughs> um, you mean the second one, but X- no, the third no, one, no, the, the third one, one. the new one. Face the music, face the music. Well, you know, yeah, their their music. daughters are in the movie. They have daughters. Wow. Bill S. Preston Esquire's daughter, the actress, is the niece of Hugo Weaving. What? Uh, the new generation, that man. Is Look at that. Yeah, for so Daniel that, and so I, Kid Cuddy is in the so movie as well. He's worked. Oh yeah, he is. He, he's worked with her uncle, being Hugo Weaving. So wow. yeah, so so yeah, so all right. So we're we're getting oh, towards the sorry. end. So let, let's let's not let's not talk about the 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 actual like the way things were filmed, the cinematography, and so on and so forth. Let, let let's beautiful. talk about the actual. Perfect plot of the film so let's talk about the are like our favorite scenes of the movie the, the things that stood out to you especially and you would be like oh what you know what's what's our favorite so so let, let, let's hear from Sean Solo first oh 
Did he die? Like, no, no, he was on, he was on mute. He He's was, on, I think he muted himself. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm here. <laughs> there he goes. All that, yeah, dude. I, I still want that sandwich that you're eating. So go on. I know, I'm so hungry. So good. Pretty good. Um, man, the movie overall, I mean, we're talking about not the special effects and stuff, right? Story. Yeah, just your favorite scene. My favorite scene? Damn, that's hard. Probably the, I mean, everybody's favorite, the kung fu scene. Just because the uh, the beginning like, one or the or the one in the subway, the beginning one where he's trying to teach Neo to just you know what I mean like before he jumps you know takes the big jump and stuff but it's a uh, in the dojo remember yeah, yeah, yeah. this when they're like though he's like I know kung fu show me show me yep show me. oh man he oh, does uh, the little the little Bruce Lee yeah he does that and they the said that wasn't planned that was not planned he just. He just ended up doing oh, that by there accident. Oh, you go, Matt. Oh, bravo. Wow. Okay, okay. My favorite scene is is the subway scene. Um, Neo, them them being like, you know, you know, run, and he looks to run and he turns around and they're like, well, what the fuck is he doing? And Morpheus is like, he's believing, and like just from there, like I like I do like that it wasn't like it wasn't straight he's just super powerful all of a sudden. Like he had to learn and he had to understand. And my favorite part was actually the fight was amazing, but it's the fact that he walks away. He turns back cause the subway stops and agent Smith comes right out. He's just like, now I got to fucking run and he runs off. So <laughs> I like that. It was like all that work was technically for nothing. <laughs> like yeah. he'd like, it was just like, yo, you still got to fucking run either way. So, um, I actually the whole the whole third act um usually usually the second act is like you know eh but I felt like this whole movie was just fucking it was awesome but I really loved I loved anything and everything about the third act like it was just it was it was just I'll, I'll say what I told the Daniel and and I told him uh, told him it the other day I was like look dude this movie's a fucking ten out of ten like I just that other than the the two little things that I just like they're just weird niches of mine. Like it's not that it counts against the movie. They're just things that I noticed, but dude, I, f- I was like, man, I forgot how fucking awesome this movie is. Like it's just fucking phenomenal in general. But yeah, my favorite scene is a uh, them fighting in the subway. And then basically it being for absolutely nothing. And he had to run away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. All right. What about you, Freddie? Well, me, I love this film because the way it was shot, it was dark, green, dark. Uh, my favorite scene is the lobby scene shootout. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Which if you and, see now, take. Oh, yeah. Dude, Keanu Reeves dude. slipping on a rock and he fucking falls face <laughs> first. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one thing too, because my father was such a good uh, moviegoer and we both saw this uh, later on when I first saw it. And when we would see that scene, we would just turn it up in our home uh, movie. Ow. And just, the neighbors are like, what's going on? Da, 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 you know, that whole scene. The prodigy. Yeah, yeah, the prodigy. And, and it was great. So that scene just is just beautiful shot. I mean, the action, the suspense. and, and I You mean, know, it's, that scene was inspired by a scene that happens in, um, uh, what did we say earlier? Ghost oh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the camera angle. I mean, we're not actually not talking about the technical set, but yeah, just that. And then just in general, it's a fun, very sci-fi, enjoyable movie for you to just sink yourself and get lost. And you can yeah. watch it today. I mean, for me, refreshing my mind, I love it. I was like, look, guys, I'm close to, I'll be 50 next year. I've seen so many films. And it's just going back to this one was like, you know what? Wow. What a great film it from nineteen ninety nine. Oh yes. Like, yes. And and then and then I picked up things that I didn't pick up the first time, the second time, the third time, or maybe I forgot. And it's it's nice. That's what way Santos inside we 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 don't review it, we revisit and kind of like dissect again those feelings and how this movie makes you feel. The seed, the the mini C D ROM floppy. I was like, I remember that. Yeah. Yo! I mean, see, you, you get to see, I mean, I got to see technology. My first computer was in my twenties, you know, a Mac computer. And just to see how mm-hmm. computers have become today and making a movie like the matrix, yeah, you know, m- human and machine. I mean, wow. 
What an right? incredible, yeah. What an rendering incredible. that fucking movie. Oh yeah, imagine the rendering back then, you guys. Rendering, yeah. we're, we're now rendering yeah. in our Macs and your PCs, all fit in your phones. Right. Rendering must have taken. I'm gonna look at review that. How long it took him to render that movie? I'm sorry, sure. no way. Sure. Oh my god, thousands of hours. Do, yeah, because they had to do it with layering and blah blah, and then yeah. the bullet time moments. God, twenty four thousand like. Uh, like they said, like shots per second. Or yes. Frame, 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 per frame, frame per second. Frame per second. 24,000 frames per second. That's so it, never been done before until then. Like, yeah. Look, oh. look at the, look at the, uh, the way they made it. They made the movie and it shows, you know, the cameras, the way they were all. Oh, yeah. How they had the, yeah, just, they were leveled yeah. up. Oh, it's just yeah. awesome. So that's, yeah, that's my take. That's take. What about, weird. what about you, Daniel? What's your favorite scene? Oh man. All right. Well, I'm going to go really basic because I love the like, whole idea. The, myth, the mythos. Um, no, no. It's all about the mythos for me when it comes to the Matrix. So um, the Oracle. The Oracle? On the first film, every moment with the Oracle is great because he meets her as someone who um, he is not the one when he meets her. No. Remember, later in the film, he has to die and come back. And then he is now the one. You know, he has to do it. He has to have his Christ moment. Die, be resurrected. His come mind back. dies. Now, now you are the Messiah, but you weren't the Messiah first. And he didn't believe in himself. He didn't think he was. You know, and then when Morpheus was like, oh, you know, he believes now. Everything was different. So it's just like. He told see, you what you needed to hear. Yeah. You know, and she knew everything. She told, she told, what's your name? You're going to fall in love with the one, you know, but don't tell him and all this other stuff. So it was just like, damn. And I just love everything about it. Like that whole know thyself, that all that shit was just fucking dope. So it was just like the Oracle scene really is the base of everything that happens in the film. So Oracle. Sean, I mean, right Sean Daniel, with that being said, uh, did you also love Scary Movie 4 where they make fun of that scene with uh, Queen Latifah? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, sorry for the vase. What vase? And she knocks one over, knocks the other one, and hits you the And then, like, he's like, can you turn that down? Watching the game. And then, like, yeah. the Lakers lose by six. Turns it off. <laughs> I got so in trouble good. for women I haven't even slept with. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm not gonna lie, that was really good. He's mad, bro. He's mad. Sean's like, don't talk about the Oracle. <laughs> My camera. I was like, talk more about the Oracle. <laughs> uh, I would have to say, my my favorite scene is I like when after he takes, you know, when he's when after he has the pill and all that, and then like uh, Morpheus. Is talking to Neo, but they're in they're in the between the Matrix and the real world, and he starts explaining the whole like what happened, how what they're they're actually a battery, how like with the oh, humans they did the dark the skies, all of that. I like that part because it's a whole set of like I like that weird because I've always liked the like the end of the world apocalyptic style stuff when it comes to films because it's always like so interesting like oh how did this world end in this film and why is this so i always like that conversation with them too it's an explanation scene yeah and and i and i love it and then but like seeing that shot of like the 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 city the way it actually looks and the sky like that that scene to me i was like wow like this is like this is amazing like what happened you know and obviously it is answered i'll mention that in song of the week but uh, it, it's just for me, that was just, you know, such a great film. Uh, I mean, a uh, scene for me, you know, it's like with The Matrix, all in all, like the, the movie, it, it, it hold, for me, it holds up. Um, even though the technology is dated, you do see the old style cell phones and stuff like that. But when you watch it, something about it doesn't feel dated because it takes place in the future. So the the computers what they're doing is they're basing off a certain time frame and this is what they know but in reality when you look outside it's still a time frame that doesn't exist for us so we saw that time so like it makes sense for us because it's like oh it did look like that in 1999 you know but now it's 2144 or whatever somewhere around that time and it's like all right so it's cool so when you could watch this movie it's not like all oh, this feels dated and same with the effects i know we brought up the effects earlier 
and it all in all it looks great i mean i know you kind of on your favorite scene matthew you went also into why the movie is good why why people would enjoy it now you know and then all in all it's like good i mean daniel we don't even have to ask you you we know how you did a panel at WonderCon about the matrix Yo, so we know Yo. that you <laughs> that you love this movie that, that you went in depth oh. with it so we know you would recommend it what about you sean solo like is this one that you still to this day holds up for you and oh, you yeah. would be like tell people hey you need to check it out oh yeah yeah man i mean it's it's a movie i've seen i can't even count how many times i've seen it in my life and like you like i like how you guys say you, you revisit it and uh you just see a lot of stuff we me and my buddies used to geek out about it's just i haven't touched it in so long but yeah like hey did you guys notice all the red in that and all the scenes that they fight in and stuff like everybody's in a red dress, the guy's in a red shirt. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Red wine, red meat. Um, everything was red. I just was like, I, I tripped out on a few things while, while <laughs> yeah. rewatching it. But it also well, made me reconsider. I have a list. Yeah. Made well, me reconsider deja vu, and it was just like, like yeah, that was if cool. they changed something, I was like, that was, that was just a cool little where like, like it was a cool little nothing but it is also like ends up being a huge something i was like oh that's interesting that they oh, just remember the cat he's like uh it was a black cat and no, they're like oh yeah. was it he's like the, i don't the know of came out yeah. the Ted in him came out from bill and ted <laughs> i'm like i just saw um, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what about you freddie what are your give us your final thoughts on the matrix it's a fun ride to revisit man i enjoy it i like all that you know all the effects. I mean, just the style. I mean, I like black. I do Depeche Mode <laughs> tribute, and we wear black, so black looks so beautiful on that screen, you know. And it's just a fun, a fun movie to revisit. Um, I mean, yeah. this came out in '99, and um, it's just exciting, man. It's a piece of history there of technology and movies. Right on. All right, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it: The Matrix, 1999. 1999 movie right before Y2K. Exactly, yeah. man. Now, before we started this show, before uh, we had, you know, Sean Solo pop in, Matthew and Daniel did mention that he would want to talk about the Matrix soundtrack. You brought it up a little bit. So, since right before I get to Song of the Week, let's talk about the music, man. Let's talk about this. So, what, what, what do you want to share about this album, I sir? Got, I actually got Prodigy, the, the song for the soundtrack right now, playing right now, Minefields. So, that yeah. was the Prodigy song that they brought into to the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a bitchin' soundtrack, man. It had the, uh, like, back then, you, you used to have to buy the CD to have the song, but to have all those songs on one soundtrack. On one? Yeah. It was so, yeah. It was like was a... Really good too. Like Scream? Spawn soundtrack was the same thing back in the day. But, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. But like, oh my god, what was the jam back then? Well, dude, dude I mean, the Rage Against the Machine closes out the fucking movie. And yeah, like, that Marilyn like, Matson song is badass. Like, yeah, you know, it's a good yeah. Marilyn Matson song. Rock is dead, man. It yeah, that 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 was one of my favorite. Because like I said, I loved Marilyn Manson in high school, so. The, for me, Rocket is dead, and the video with it, right? Amazing, man! Oh. That was great. Yeah, and that was Rage too. I mean, that was Empire of the Sun, or was it? Oh yeah, during Rage. Uh, I think up. it was. It was second album. Wake Up was no first album, but like yeah. that it, that one was was after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, well, dude. the. Well, Wake Up was, it's the last song on the track, but that one was from their self-titled album. Right, that's right. There you go. Is that the one with the dude on fire and it's black and white? Yeah. Mm. But it came out after their second album, I think, on the soundtrack. Okay. Yo, like, I'm looking back at this and I'm like, yo, Ministry? That was a oh. good jam too. See, that's why Rob Zombie, Deftone, my oh, oh that my own uh, summer that I to this day, yeah, and when I want to feel like you know I want to really like oh I will literally pick that song to play like when I'm gonna go ahead and do like a full on sprint of a run for yeah. a workout like I'll literally turn it on and I just wait it feels like it feels like I'm Superman where you're standing there and uh, like right before he flies off. In Zack Snyder films, where the rock starts to float right around him, and then boom, he's gone. I literally listen to my own personal summer, like my like my own summer, like that. And I wait, yeah. and once the once it drops, I'm like, 
bow, I start to run. I, I fell in love with that song because of that movie and never let it go. It's a, oh, the soundtrack it, it, is, oh God, it's amazing. It is influential <laughs> on so many levels, being honest, that soundtrack. Because I'm, I'm a black kid, I was, you know, hip hop was my shit. And that soundtrack introduced me to like so many levels of rock that it was just like, whoa, you know, yeah, we knew sure. that rap rock was, rap rock was real. Um, yeah, we knew about Rage. Um, that was White Zombie Broken <laughs> Out with uh, yes! yeah! Rob okay. Zombie. Yeah, Dragula. it was just Rob Zombie. Dracula oh, was yeah. Hive. Like, man, it, 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 it was influential as far as building on uh, people's musical taste in that yeah. time. And I just like, wow. I Open the totally, door Soundtrack changed it, everything. It makes me wonder with the fourth film what the soundtrack is going to look like because <laughs> Rock isn't popular anymore. At this time, 99, Billy Eilish. You know Billy's going to be on there. Yeah. Oh, no. Probably. Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish in The weekend. In uh, The weekend, yeah, And, and uh, what's the other guy, too? The other guy? God, what's his name? Um, uh, all those. No, no. Yeah, all those. Who's gonna that be, DJ? Kiss AK. FM. Yeah, uh, yeah, Marshmallow's going to be on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Please. Please. I know, I'm out of gonna... touch, Matt. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like... <laughs> yeah. You know, the Tucanis. It's, it, it's going to... obviously I'm down with the that. Of, the taste of music is going to change, but... But, it, but, if, if, they, if they do a good job, they should get Depeche Mode. They should get you know, all these other bands that, because there is, there is this comeback of the 80s and 90s. Like the Crow, the Crow-ish. Yeah, kind of oh, hell yeah. Ooh. Now that oh. is an album, bro. Dead That's Souls a great by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I, got that, I have that, the beginning lyrics tattooed on You got Helmet on yeah. there, fruit. Oh, damn. Damn, Good freaking album, man. I Rollins Band, one. Pantera. Mm-hmm. Is it Rollins Band? Rollins Band was on there. Mm. He did Ghost yep. Rider. And what's the, I don't Not know, because this. it's just the song from the movie, but the girl, the... No, don't rain don't come it doesn't rain all the time or whatever the god i love that song it's the the female it's like kind of the title track for the actual movie but i know that song i don't know is, why all i kept thinking was thou shall not nah, that, that lost, boy, bro. Oh, lost boys yeah um no i mean it's a good album freaking the matrix it's it, it was i mean i like it, it was with the time i mean but the style yep. because of the black Very the nostalgic, goth, sure. industrial cyberpunk neopunk like all of that like future future pop and dark wave all of that stuff fit with the so that's why they pulled what was popular at the time the rock yeah. it, it it needs to stay that way for part four the music cannot change because but I, but i feel like because of what's popular a lot of it's <laughs> probably going to be hip-hop you know that's what's popular uh, now so, you know that's is that hip-hop is seriously is hip-hop still it, no. it cannot be the sound of yeah. today I love hip hop, but it cannot be the sound. Of no, it but it's what it's what's selling. It's what's popular. Well, that's you know? the problem, and that's like we said earlier. I'm concerned with that. I don't want to hear they're gonna like. It's gonna dictate the scenes. They literally are gonna end up having it where they're like, "All right, this scene. This is the scene where we have to play that Billie Eilish song. All oh. right, guys. So this is how we're gonna shoot it." Yeah. Like, I that's don't what, do that's what that. worries don't me. Do Billy, that. Billy Ellish, you, you just did the James Bond theme too. So why don't you just oh, yeah. the name? Hey, oh, what, what, it, it, who, if, uh, if Billy Eilish, Eilish is, if she's on the record label for Warner Brothers, she's going to be on it. Of course. Because push yeah, she's, considered, she's considered like goth right now. Like the, guys, the, oh my guys let me tell you, let me tell you, I work for three major labels. That's mm. what they're going to push for. They don't care about. But but today it's about also the YouTubers and all the TikTokers or TikTwackers or whatever the fuck they're called. You know, it's all about that now. It's like, how many subscriptions does this guy have? Okay, let's put him on the album. Who the fuck is he? He's going to get known now. That's the way they play today. I can't wait for the the opening track by Little Uzi Vert to be (laughs) on The Matrix 4. It's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. Doja no. Cat, man. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. There you go. Oh, no. I, I actually like her. She's, she's being I love Doja Cat. <laughs> right now. She's being persecuted right now. So but she'll be on. Oh, oh, okay. Off. I'll allow, I'll allow Run the Jewels. Oh, let them, oh. let them take actually, a swing at it. That could be something. They could be they on got one a good track. brain on them. Yeah, they, got, they could be on one track. You know what? And they have a very weird, like, like 
programmy sound too. Yeah, so they do. Yeah, they do. I could see, I could see Run the Jewels being there. But also, be cool, guys, if they get new bands who will be discovered, because this is an opportunity oh. for bands like that to think about That's that too true. as well. That's we're entering, true. we're entering a Spotify. We're in the Spotify generation. I'm the old school. I went from a track to cassette to CD to vinyl. To back MP3, to vinyl. <laughs> back to vinyl, yeah, right, right. back to wave file, back to whatever the fuck, ACCF. Oh, jeez. Yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> wave file, that's a little wrong Yo. there, buddy. Just, yeah. uh, just, uh, just MP3. Just MP3. MP3. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. There was a time when wave file was like, yeah, I'm downloading wave. Oh, you know, God. The only thing, <laughs> what if, wave that took up all your memory on your computer. A wave file is now... That's the master file, and then you down convert from that. Exactly, yeah. It's That's just right. like, but that was it. Like you were trying to steal music, and somehow somebody had the wave file. That's what I'm yeah. stealing, and you didn't realize. Like, why is it I can only download two? You know, <laughs> like, Napster, you know, man. Napster what if, generation, yeah. dog. Napster oh. generation. It, when it when going back to the Viruses. soundtrack for part yes. four, <laughs> you know, because we were all worried of what album, what artist they would pull. What if they pull something like what they did with the soundtrack for Judgment Night? Yeah, had the mixture of rock and rap. Slater, you know, I you know? remember Shemit that. La Soul. Uh, so there's that. What they, I mean, hell, they could probably do that now. It might, it might work. You know, that's one but, of my all-time favorite movie soundtracks, by the way. Dude, it it, is, it, it, it's, it's, it's bigger it's, 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 than the actual history. film. Yeah, that is, soundtrack sure. is huge. It so, is. So yeah. So all right, man. Well, we're at the tail end. I'm gonna do song of the week, and then we're gonna we're gonna head out from this episode. Uh, so yeah, so um, before real quick before something we because I mentioned I was gonna bring up tribe called tribe called quest. Um, uh-huh. well, I, what I wanted to point out is about the effects in the Matrix. Whenever they're looking at the screen and they're watching themselves, like not the not the green uh digital rain, but the actual thing where they're like, oh, here's the kung fu, here's that. It reminded me because it's like that's what I hate the effects for these movies with computers like if you watch alien and all that it's always at the time it never looks futuristic it looks old because that's what they were able to pull off and it always reminded me of the music video scenario by tribe Called quest because it's the same effects no. exactly the same for the background. matrix yeah like no it's like uh, you'll see it like no. they're like a fake computer and they're like loading the the, the different you know what i'm oh talking my about right God. Yes. it looks exactly yes. like scenario so next time oh you're watching God. it it looks like that it looks like that music video scenario so that's, that's what i wanted to bring up about that with tribe uh so yeah all right oh so ladies God. and gentlemen so song of the week this week for me what i wanted to pick i wanted to pick something that like i was like could it be something I didn't want to go through the soundtrack because there is something that really connected me to the matrix was because what I got obsessed with like Daniel, and this came later, not the matrix, but it was the animatrix. I love the animatrix, especially the freaking, the second Renaissance, that whole part about. Oh, that was so, Oh, that that's why I brought up that scene. What I love from the matrix, the first one, that scene, because I love that the the whole history of it where you find out as to why we are in the matrix the mm-hmm. where what happened where like our, what started with the war machines because of the artificial intelligence all it all it was was like they, he says it morpheus says we don't know who struck first but we do know who darkened out the sky yeah well in the animatrix we find out that it was the robots that struck first all it was was because one robot did not want to get destroyed mm-hmm so he ended up murdering his owners. That's what started everything. And it led which, to a war in which the robots wanted to live in, in harmony, in peace, mm-hmm. together. But human, humans were just a-holes. And said, let's just destroy them. So they fought back and they, and, and they won. They destroyed them. And hearing that during that time, I got obsessed with this song that was a, on a B-side from Bjork. And it was called I Go Humble. And this Yo, song, Oh, shit! I, I, I would I would constantly listen to this song and for some reason, even though it is not in that, that animatrix, I felt like it was the perfect soundtrack to that because it almost sounded computer to me. The way the beat is the little you know, the little keyboard that you hear and the electronics, and I'm like, dude, and I, I that song I found love with that song. And it just always associated with the Animatrix to me, the second Renaissance. I've always put those two together. It's it, like I said, it's it's on it's a B side to the the single for uh, Isabel. 
that was featured on post. So this song, honestly, when you hear it, it sounds like it could have been on post. So there was no room for it. So that's why you get the B side. It's a great freaking song like that. That's where I was introduced to Bjork on post when it was airing on MTV. Hyper Ballad. That's where I found love. So for me, I I, I, I love Bjork. But this song, I Go Humble, that is my song of the week for this week. How is it related to The Matrix? Because it makes me think of The Matrix, the second renaissance, how The Matrix became. Wow. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. My song of the week this week is I Go Humble by Bjork. There we have it. All right, man. Well, it's, it's been an amazing crossover episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I see a finger raised. So. I, got, I got a quote that yeah. I still say to this day from The Matrix and the first time I saw it. Go to your left. No, your other left. <laughs> so still to this day, I hold on to that because once again, you tell your friend like, "Hey, dude, go to your left." I'm like, "God damn, your other left." <laughs> you have said that. I, I have you said have. that. I, I said still to this day, wow. I hold on to that because it. it's so stupid, but it's so hilarious, and it's such yeah. a serious moment. Go to your left. No, your other left. <laughs> All right. So for those you listening right now, you thanks for tuning in for the the. The, the 88 miles per hour podcast half of the show ladies and gentlemen uh so for you listening if you jumped from if you jumped from that's life podcast you know where to find them but if not if you're listening to this and you're kind of confused give you give your links guys for where they can find you guys you can go ahead and find us at R-A-T-T-H-J-U-S dot net or go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, That's Life underscore pod. Our links to everything, uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play will all be on our social medias. Once again, that is That's Life underscore pod. Freddie, promote your show that's going to be coming up real quick. Oh, yeah. Devotional, the Depeche Mode Experience, live. <laughs> August 28th, we're at Apple Valley. That's right. Spacious place, six feet, and we're going to have social distancing for a dinner and show. August 28th, Devotional, the Depeche Mode Experience, Facebook, Instagram. Check that out. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks, yes, yes. guys, once again, for being on the show with us, for coming on, doing this crossover episode it's been great um talking about chicharrones you know the elote man also the kardashians and ryan seacrest for some reason what a mix what a mix the red pill going down the rabbit hole your left your other left yes your other left but i think it's time we hop into that delorean and travel back to the future
You think that's air you're breathing now? Call me the Oracle. And don't worry about that vase. What vase? Oh, sorry, I didn't know any clothes. That vase. Please, sit. It was the chair. Hmm. <clears throat> yes, the chair. I know why you've come. A great mystery lies ahead of you, but you must not shy away from the challenge. Only you can be the one who will... Orpheus. What, baby? Sweetie. Watch it again. Do you mind? The Lakers will win by 12. So can you tell me about... The tape? Yes. I watched it in the... The phone rang. Right, and then this voice said... That you would die in seven days. Okay, that's getting... Extremely annoying. Yeah. Try being married to her. I can't shit about women I ain't slept with yet. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.